Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. My name is Steve Moylan, and today I've got another artist from the 2015 Adelaide Fringe. And I'm joined on the line by Helen Duff, who's come all the way from the UK for the 2015 Adelaide Fringe Festival and to perform Vanity Bites Back at the Tuxedo Cat and the Producers Nook uh, during the Fringe Festival. Um, how are you doing, Helen, and welcome to Adelaide. Thank you very much. I'm really happy to be here. Awesome. Uh, so uh, your uh, photo in the Fringe Guide is quite fun and a little bit scary. You're holding a chainsaw uh, <laughs> and some kind of cake. So, uh, yeah. is it going to get messy? It definitely is going to get a bit messy. Only I get messy, though. Nobody else does. In yeah. fact, the audience has a really lovely time, I think. <laughs> um, so, you're playing a cookery host, cooking host. Yeah, I play a cookery co- host called Jill, who has um, a cookery show. Uh, or She's an aspiring cookery host. She's hoping to um, make the big time, and this is her TV pilot. That she's created in order to launch her career as a TV cookery host. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you sort of you've you've been described or you described yourself as a cross between uh, Alan Partridge and Mar- Margaret Thatcher. So, quite an interesting uh, combination of characters there. That wasn't a personal description. That was uh, there's a big paper in uh, Edinburgh, which is where I launched the show originally, and they yeah that was what they donned me across between Margaret Thatcher and Alan Partridge. So I was quite flattered by until I started telling people it and then they were like, wow, that makes you sound completely insane. <laughs> but is, is that a little bit of what the show is? Um, it is a character comedy. It's clowning. It's a mix of stand-up and storytelling. It's a real mashup of different things. So if you like a, a kind of real melting pot of different comedic styles, then I'd say it's a great show to come and see. But the through line, I guess, is of this cookery host, Jill? Um, I'm sorry, what, what was that? Is the through line of the whole piece kind of this cookery host, Jill, and the way that she yeah, wants to get she's going? Yeah, crea- yeah, it's exactly, it's her creating her, her t- t- television pilot for the first episode of her, like, the beginning of her life, essentially. So there's a lot of... Um, <laughs> high expectations and um, uh, a sense of like what you want your life to be and then the reality of it kind of crashing down around her, which is really fun because there's a lot of audience interaction. There's a lot of opening up and being quite honest about what she's going through, but also she's trying to cover it up desperately. She's trying to keep everybody happy and put on a perfect front. And that in itself creates this great tension. So, and what inspired you to create Jill and uh, create this show, I guess? I was really interested in exploring what I'd done clowning out in Paris at a, a kind of clown school called Etoile Philippe Gollier, which is um, a fantastic place where lots of people from around the world come to create their own work. Yeah. I trained in London as a straight actor um, at uh, Lambda, which is a like, really prestigious Oh, my goodness. Job. You trained at all of the places. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I know, before that I did English at Cambridge University, so... <laughs> so I many name not, drops, it's crazy. I am not missing any kind of training, but um, I wanted to go out to France because I wanted to have more confidence in making my own stuff. Yeah. Um, and actually ended up being just completely battered emotionally by um, the amazing people there who gives you a really hard time in order to make you kind of wake up to what you have and what you can 
yous, it's just purely you as opposed to something you're trying to be. Mm. Um, and then uh, came back and started making my own work and had always actually had aspirations to be a cookery show host and wanted to use that format to explore kind of bigger, bigger issues like about what people could be potentially hiding as they try and create this perfect image of who they want to be and what could be running underneath for them. Mm. And that's, I mean, a thing probably we don't get as much here in Australia. We had one season of it, but in terms of the cooking shows here, probably MasterChef and My Kitchen Rules are probably the biggest kind of reality cooking shows here. But over in the UK, things like, um, oh, now it's running out of my head. Great British Bake Off, Jamie one. Oliver, Nigella. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All of those, but especially like the Great British Bake Off. Is absolutely massive over there. I know uh, there are a number of comedians from the UK that I follow, and they just go wild over it. Um, and there, there's a I kind actually, of. I love the Great with Bake Off, and um, I was so flattered because one of the presenters from it came and saw my show last week. We were doing it in London, and um, and she loved it. She was like rolling in the aisle, so that was a really big compliment. Is that Mary Berry? No, no, it was um, Mel Gilderock. So there's a like a comedy duo Mel and Sue yeah. who presenter and then Mary Berry is uh, like obviously the cookery queen who kind of gives her expert advice um, but it was Mel who came along oh, awesome you might even be able to get a spot on the show oh my god that would be amazing <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I was going to say as well is that kind of the great British, British Bake Off thing because it's all baking it kind of really kind of reinforces this kind of old school, almost Stepford Wife, Country Women's Association, really old-fashioned mm. bakering and these really images of a woman. And I get the feeling that your character, Jill, wants to be that kind of woman, but perhaps mm. doesn't quite get there. It's weird because she... I mean, I've made these episodes just of Jill doing her cookery show online, and they've been going down a storm. And it's because even though she wants to... Uh, she has this ideal and... And she's trying to fit this image of um, what a cookery host should be. Her own sense of humour and her own completely dyscratic way of um, presenting, which is very much my way of presenting, I guess, um, means that the whole thing is just bizarre and hopefully funny. I mean, I'm excited to play the show in front of an Australian audience because so far it's always been in front of a kind of pretty much UK with a bit of a mix, depending on who was in Edinburgh. Um, and there's a lot of playing on what's happening in the room and drawing from, like, immediate circumstances. So I'm looking forward to drawing in kind of, like, references to current, uh, like, what's happening in Australia right now. Mm-hmm. So you, you should be getting right into My, my Kitchen Rules because that's just started, like, a week ago. So you'll need to catch oh, up cool. on all of that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and what, what kind of, what is the point, it's a difficult kind of question, what's the point when you're performing the show? Is there a point early on in the show where you know if you've got the audience or not? Oh, do you know what? That's a really interesting question because the show itself is, is very much audience dependent, so it really depends on, and that's not a pressure, that's not like the audience has to come and, and present me with something. It's about actually me meeting them at where they're at. So sometimes, for example, I've had audiences who have been like, just want to go for it, really like roaring. And yeah. it's almost felt like I'm riding this kind of horse that's 
out of control and I just have to hold on to the reins and hope I stay on. And then other times you've had audiences who are really quite timid and quieter and unsure about what they're going to get. So you have to kind of play it according to being sensitive to what they're feeling at the time. And so it's really interesting because the show is a real mix. It's not all comedy. It's got some really dark, um, sensitive moments and a lot of people find it kind of quite deeply affecting. I've had incredible responses from audiences, emails and people coming back a couple mm. of times, bringing family members and stuff. And um, and so it's... I wouldn't say there's a point where I know that I've got the audience at all. I'd say it's a continual process of being sensitive to what's happening in the room as, as the hour progresses. And you you kind of always reflecting back, like any performer does, you kind of reflect as good as you get from the audience. Like, you know over time how to read how the audience are going through the show and then you kind of rise up to meet them and take them where you want to go during the show as well. So yeah. it means that I mean, every show is totally that different. really interesting for me to keep doing it because it's like you learn so much about yourself as a performer but also as a person as you go through the run and as you kind of, yeah, keeping yourself engaged with your material and keeping yourself, like, alive to different audiences who come in the room, not trying to recreate something that happened yesterday or the week before, that kind of thing. Awesome. Well, we're really, really excited to have you here in Adelaide. Welcome. And uh, Helen Duff, I hope uh, Vanity Bites Back uh, provides you with so much fun uh, during the 2015 Adelaide Fringe Festival, as much as we will get out of it as well. Um, first up, you're going to be playing the Tuxedo Cat at the Coffee Pot, upstairs in the corner of James Place and Runder Mall in the city. Yeah. That's yeah. from the 13th of February through to the 24th of February at 7.15 each night. Uh, mm-hmm. Tickets on sale uh, through Fringe Ticks. And uh, yeah, and then you're at the producer's nook for the last half of the fringe. So that'll be from yeah. the 28th of February through to the 15th of March. Uh, from yeah. And your shows then will be at 6 pm, so slightly earlier. Um, tickets on sale for all of those at uh, adelaidefringe.com.au with more details there and at linkadelaide.com.au. Um, Helen Duff, as I say, have an amazing fringe. Welcome to Adelaide. Hope the heat doesn't get you too much. Um, and uh, I'm very fast. I have to be really careful. Oh, or get all of the sunscreen and just cover up. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks a lot. And uh, as I say, have an awesome fringe. We'll see you around during the festival. Amazing. See you there. For more, visit linkadelaide.com.au. Check us out at facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide or tweet us at linkadelaide.